Welcome, I'm Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Entrapped When Acting Ethically is Against the Law, a book published recently by the Cato Institute, Georgetown University professor and Cato Institute fellow John Hazness describes the difficulty faced by corporate executives when criminal investigations pit legal compliance against ethical behavior. What is the nature of the dilemma and how can it be resolved? Professor Hazness is here with a few ideas. How can a business person get in trouble for behaving ethically? Business people can get their corporations in a lot of trouble for behaving ethically. Some examples of what would be considered ethical business behavior would be respecting the privacy of employees and not spying on them and monitoring all of their behaviors, honoring promises of confidentiality if you ask them to report unethical behavior through an employee hotline or give information to corporate counsel under attorney-client privilege. You should keep the information confidential not punishing or taking adverse action against employees in the absence of adequate evidence of wrongdoing is another example of ethical behavior. If an employee should be indicted and try to defend himself, a corporation may want to advance the legal fees and help the person put on a defense. All these actions make it more likely that the corporation will be subject to indictment. Why? Because the Department of Justice determines whether to indict in a corporation based on whether or not it cooperates with its investigation, and also based on whether it has what the government considers an effective compliance program. A corporate compliance program requires the company to spy on its employees, monitor its activities in an effort to make sure that nothing illegal is going on. That can actually be very oppressive to employees knowing that they're being watched all the time. In order to cooperate, a corporation must turn over to the government all potential incriminating evidence about employees. This would mean violating their promise of confidentiality, waiving attorney-client privilege, and giving the government any information it wants to use to convict the employees themselves. To cooperate, the corporation actually has to treat its employees that are under suspicion as though they're guilty. So if they give the employees a presumption of innocence and do something like help them defend themselves, advance their attorney's fees, the government's going to consider the corporation to be not cooperating with its investigation. And since the lack of cooperation is one of the main factors in the Department of Justice's decision as to whether to indict, all of these type of behaviors, which an ethical business person may want to engage in, subjects the corporation itself to risk of criminal indictment and punishment. Can a business run by executives who subscribe to the highest standards of business ethics truly be breaking the law all the same? Definitely. It doesn't matter how ethical your practices are. A corporation is guilty of a crime if any of its employees commit a crime, regardless of the culture or the practices of the corporation. If you've got a corporation that's doing, the executives are doing everything in its power to make sure that everybody behaves legally and ethically. They've got the greatest corporate culture ever. They have all kinds of training programs. They do everything they can to encourage their employees to be just wonderful people. And one rogue employee violates the law, the corporation is guilty. Under our law, corporations are strictly liable for the offenses of the employees. The ethical quality of the behavior of the managers of the corporation is irrelevant to whether it's guilty or not. The legal standard makes the guilt strict. Can you provide an example? The leading example that's in almost all of the legal casebooks would be the Hilton Hotels case. 
Now, I'm not going to say that the executives of Hilton Hotels were the most ethical people in the world, but Hilton Hotels had a policy, corporate policy, of not violating the antitrust laws. One of their employees was explicitly instructed not to engage in an activity that would be a violation of an antitrust law. And apparently this employee got angry at someone he was dealing with and out of personal pique simply told the person that he was dealing with that he wanted him to make a contribution to some fund that would constitute a violation of an antitrust law. Hilton Hotels, the corporation, was prosecuted and was convicted. Under the law, Hilton Hotels is criminally responsible for the behavior of its employees, regardless of whether they've got a corporate policy against acting illegally, whether they've instructed the person not to act illegally, no matter what actions they've taken to try to ensure that the employees obey the law, if an employee violates the law, regardless of the ethical behavior of the managers, the corporation is criminally responsible and the corporation is guilty. The new compliance standards were a response to an outcry over recent corporate scandals, and they seem to be effective as we haven't experienced a second Enron. What do you say to that? Well, here in my office, I have an amazingly effective elephant repellent. You know how you can tell it's really effective? There's no elephants here, right? After Enron and the other corporate scandals, companies wiped out, their financial resources were destroyed, executives lost all of their money, many of them were convicted and went to jail, and also Congress passed a couple of new statutes. What do you think discourages the second Enron, the new statutes or the penalties that were imposed on the people who have already been convicted and lost all of their fortunes? The prospect of wealthy business people losing all of their money is probably a pretty effective deterrent. The effect of altering the legal structure to enforce, to require stricter compliance standards, that may have some effect, but the chances of it doing any of the real work, I think, are fairly small. Can you propose a more coherent legal framework that deals with white-collar crime without undermining ethical behavior? Yeah, that's easy. Stop prosecuting corporations. Individual human beings commit crimes. Individual human beings can be prosecuted for crimes and they can be convicted for crimes. What does it mean to prosecute a corporation? If you get a conviction against a corporation, you can't put it in jail. All you can do is fine it. Who pays the fine? The stockholders pay the fine. They're not the criminals. The ability to punish a corporation for the actions of its employees is useful only to exert pressure on the employees, to get the corporation to help the government prosecute employees and to make it so difficult and expensive for them to defend themselves that they're more willing to plead guilty. There's no reason to punish a collective entity like a corporation for the actions of the individuals, just go after the individuals. So a more coherent legal framework is one that doesn't have collective criminal responsibility as part of it. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.